What is going on, guys? DK back at you with another video to talk about the seven-game NBA main slate on Monday. If it's your first time watching, welcome. Again, we'll be talking about the NBA slate. Also, make content for NFL DFS as well as for Prize Picks. Prize Picks, they are the sponsor of the video. You can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. If you're not familiar with Prize Picks, it is a player prop site um, where you can pick two, three, four, up to five player props and win up to 10 extra money. They have a lot of different sports: NFL, college sports, esports. NBA. So if you guys want to give it a try, make sure to use the code DKDFS. Again, that'll give you a 100% match up to $100. And if you're looking for more in-depth content, I do have uh, my Patreon link down below. A lot of different packages, NBA, uh, NFL, uh, prize picks package. So check it out if you're interested. And uh, yeah, I have nothing to recap. If you missed the video yesterday, uh, my account's still currently restricted. Uh, just a withdraw thing out of my old address when I try to withdraw. So Currently restricted. Hopefully, uh, I can get unrestricted soon because I would like to play on DraftKings. So I'm currently like your stereotypical DFS tout where, you know, I'm charging people for advice and I'm not playing myself. A lot lot of those guys out there. Um, But yeah, so I have nothing to recap, really. Um, So let's just jump into this uh, video and start talking about the slate. Seven games to start off with Charlotte and Orlando. So Charlotte, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. is doubtful. So um, we'll keep an eye on it, but don't expect him to play. LaMelo Ball in his first game back, they did limit him to 28 minutes. So we'll keep an eye on the news. If there's no limitations for LaMelo, then I have interest in him at this price point. If he's still going to be limited, I'll pass with LaMelo back. Kind of makes Rogier a secondary option. Kelly Oubre's minutes have ticked way up of late, which really tilts me. I've talked about that a couple times now. I played him a lot early in the season, whole team out, and he just would always just play 25, 30 minutes. But... Now he's continuously playing like 35 plus minutes. It just really, really tilts me. But he's solid in the mid-range. He's a guy that will shoot when he's out there. Plumley, Richards, these guys will split the center minutes. The minutes have checked up a bit on Plumley of late. 32, 39, 27 minutes over the last three games. But Nick Richards is still playable at 3-8. I mean, he played 21 minutes off the bench. So the two centers are both fine. I do think Plumley though, plays a bit more. Washington, kind of just last man in. Uh, he's struggled a bit of late, but still should see, you know, 30-plus minutes. And then McDaniels, he's a guy that kind of a glue for this team. He can play a lot of different positions. I, I think we probably get somewhere in the neighborhood of 25 to 30 minutes from him, which makes him a decent value. Also, has small forward, power forward eligibility. Moving on to Orlando. So the big news here is Bancaro is currently questionable, but he went through pack- practice, so I'm fully expecting him to play. If he does play... You know, kind of hard to prioritize anyone. A lot of these guys are priced up from when Bancaro missed. So, yeah, a little bit tricky. Um, Bancaro himself at 8-7, assuming no limitations, probably would be my favorite play in the Magic. But he's getting to a price point where it's like, all right, it's not super cheap anymore. He's almost $9,000. You know, Carter, Franz, they're both secondary plays, assuming Bancaro plays. My boy, Bull Bull. I mean, when he gets minutes, you can see what he, what he can do. But his minutes have been a bit shaky. He's nothing more than a GPP play. Jalen Suggs, you know, he's been a little bit up and down, but Bancaro back, he probably does lose uh, some use there. Shumo Kiki started last game. He played 30 minutes, but again, with Bancaro back, he should shift back to the bench role, which makes him overpriced. Um, I mean, Mo Bamba has seen a little bit of a minutes increase of late. He's a good point for many guy. He's playable in tournaments, but again, last game was a blowout. All right, Toronto and Detroit. So Toronto, no Siakam, no Van Fleet, no Precious Achua. So... Uh, last game, Toronto started Barnes, OG, Trent, Boucher, and Otto Porter. So the top end guys, um, I don't know if there's any priorities. I will say, you know, I saw a lot of people tilting Gary Trent Jr., 1 of 13. Um, you know, I probably would have played him that night, but I was unable to play myself. Um, but 
More often than not, you're probably going to get, you know, 30 plus minutes from Trent, which does make him a solid option. He'll probably be relatively low owned after uh, burning a lot of people. Last game, OG and Scotty Barnes. I mean, I think they're both decent options. I would prefer Barnes, I think, to OG, who's just more, more of the ball handling. But um, OG just continues to get like three, four blocks and seals a game. So, yeah, the main guys look good. And then Chris Boucher, my boy, um, whenever this guy gets minutes, he produces. It's just a matter of will the Mets be there. But last couple games, 31, 28 minutes. So I do like the upside a lot in Chris Boucher in tournaments. Don't really know if you can make him a cash game play because the Mets are all over the place. 22, 14, 13, 31, and 28 minutes over the last five games. Um, but yeah, if they start the same lineup again, I like Otto Porter and I like Thad Young. You saw 27 minutes for Otto Porter. Um, you know, he's like about a point per minute guy. And then Thad Young started at the five, played 34 minutes. So, you know, it's not super exciting plays, but yeah, if they start again, I'm fine firing up some Otto and Thad Young. Coloco did get a little bit banged up. Um, only played six minutes, but keep an eye on his status. He did go to the locker room last game, but ended up returning. And then if you want to take like a shot on like Banton or Flynn, Hernan Gomez in tournaments, uh, you can. But those guys are a lot uh, riskier. We got to Detroit. So still no Cade Cunningham. Corey Joseph status up in the air as well. Jaden Ivey, 6'2", played 34 minutes. Again, that the first game without Cade Cunningham was super tilting and he played 25 minutes. But yeah, he should be the primary playmaker. I'm um, up for 26, 4, and 3 last game. I still think he is a bit underpriced. So I do like Ivey. This next group of like the wings, like Bojan, Stewart, Bay, they all look fine. There's no priorities. Bojan's had a couple of games of late, but you know, you've seen a few big, big games of Sneak Bay. Last couple have been frustrating for him. Stewart's been up and down. So, like, that group is always just like looks the same to me. They're fine filler options. Marvin Bagley also back in the mix, which kind of makes these guys a little riskier. Killian Hayes started last game. He did play 35 minutes. If Killian Hayes starts again, I do really like him. Um, again, he's struggled efficiency-wise this season, but he's relatively high usage player when he's out there. So like, I'm perfectly fine going to Killing Hayes if he starts again at 4.4. Uh, probably not going to mess with anything else. Um, maybe some of Alec Burks. Again, if Alec Burks back, you know, he played 25 minutes in his first game. I think we can expect similar run for him. So he's playable, but probably not going to go to anything else. Oklahoma City and Boston. So the Thunder, wild game. I was like really rattled too. I was doing my NFL stream and I look and I was like, NBA games almost at halftime. Like, what time did this game start? It was just, like, wild that Oklahoma City-New York game started at, like, 11 a.m. Central. But, um, yeah, Shea, I mean, Shea feels a bit too uh, too pricey, too underpriced. Um, you know, Boston hasn't really been the same defensive team of late. And, uh, yeah, I, I like some Shea at 8.9K. And then Josh Giddy feels a bit too cheap as well. But 37 minutes last game, not in overtime. So, you get like mid 30s minutes from Giddy, he's definitely too cheap. So the two guards for Oklahoma City, I do like. The rest, hard to prioritize anyone. Lou Dort's always just there. Um, Baisley, Trey Mann status up in the air. If you want to take some shots like Pogoshevsky, Williams, Aaron Wiggins, you can. I will mention JRE, played 31 minutes last game, but be careful. All, that's all I'm going to say. It's not, you can play the secondary Thunder. You can. All I'm going to say is be careful. You, there's no rhyme or reason for the minutes. So, you know, if JRE does pick up a lot of ownership tomorrow, like that would be one where I'd be fine fading just because he could very easily start and play like 15 minutes. So on the Boston side, still no Brogdon, uh, but we do have Jalen Brown and Al Horford back. So top end guys, Tatum and Brown. I prefer Brown to Tatum. Tatum got priced up last game with Jalen Brown missing. So I do like some Jalen Brown there at that price point. Smart and Horford are both decent options in the mid-range. Neither are priorities, but... They're both relatively safe plays. 6-1 for Smart, 5-4 for Horford. Grant Williams, Derek White feel a bit overpriced. Again, they got a pretty big price bump from when um, 
Jalen Brown and Horford are out too. So those guys feel a bit overpriced. Don't really know if we have to go to anything else here from Boston with the guys like Hauser, Blake Griffin, Peyton Pritchard. So moving on to Phoenix, Miami. Phoenix, the big news is Chris Paul, still questionable. Um, he practiced, but he said he's not sure if he's going to play tomorrow or not. So um, if he misses, obviously campaign going to start. Going to become still good value, played 35 minutes last game, and did lose minutes due to the blowout. I know Miami's solid defensively, but still would like campaign. Devin Booker would do more ball handling as well. His floor and ceiling would go up. Bridges just playing massive minutes right now. He should play like 40-ish minutes. He's a decent option in the mid-range. DeAndre Ayton's been a little bit frustrating uh, of late, but 6.2K is um, you know, a relatively cheap price point for him. If you want to go to Torrey Craig at 39, it's, it's doable. He played 35 minutes last game. Not a high-usage player, but should get a decent amount of run for this team. And then if there's no Chris Paul, you probably get some decent backup run for Damian Lee at 3-3. You know, as a dart throw in large field tournaments, it's, it's doable. On the Miami side, so Tyler Hero question. Well, let me just say this. I have like three quarters, like 75% of my best ball team is just injured. But if I have Drew Holiday, I have Hero, I have Porzingis miss a game. I have, who else? I can't even think right now. Literally like over half my team is injured. Like one season, one season, guys. Not one slate, one season. I ask. Yeah, literally, I'm just like, well, that's, <coughs> that's probably money down the drain because I can't even field a lineup in best ball because everyone's injured from hate. But, uh, and that's no surprise, right? Because no one runs worse. But um, yeah, Hero, status up in the air. Well, come on, we got to start here. We, we got to start here. I, I need a sip of water. Ah. Mm-hmm. Max Struess. Maximus Struess. I mean, did I, not, did I not tell you this would happen? So if you guys are not, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I played Max Struess here at low ownership against Charlotte, literally the same matchup, 40 minutes, 19 fantasy points. The next night, same matchup, 45 fantasy points, 31 real life points. With Hero out, you would get Struess in the starting lineup. Um, if I fade, then he's going for 50. If I play, um, he'll go for 0.3 fantasy points per minute. But the other starters, Jimmy, Bam, Lowry, would all look a little bit better. Um, you know, you would get more run, a bit more run for guys like Vincent Martin. Uh, Duncan Robinson at 3-5 could be a potential punt play. He's seen over 20 minutes now in the last three games. If Tyler Hero's there and he plays, then, like, there's really nothing that stands out. A lot of these Miami guys are priced up a bit from when Hero is out, so... Hero news is huge. Atlanta and Milwaukee. So on the Atlanta side, the two guards are both solid tournament plays in Trey Young and DeJounte Murray. I would say neither are priority plays, but these guys should get a lot of run. Um, so like both guards, Capella, Okongu, they're splitting the center minutes. I do give the edge to Okongu over Capella for the discount. John Collins, man, ah, 15, 15 fancy points in 33 minutes when he's playing some backup five. Can someone tell me how that's possible? He's probably going to smash uh, tomorrow because of that. DeAndre Hunter is just there, and he's playing like around 30 minutes but not doing a ton offensively. And then there's the bench. Like, I don't really want to get to the holidays. You're seeing a little bit of run for, like, Johnson, a little bit of run for A.J. Griffin, but they're mainly just playing their, start, their, their main guys a lot. On the Milwaukee side, again, Drew Holiday, my best ball team. 
That's like the last four games. Uh, Giannis and Nakumbo, though, is probable. So Giannis, I think, looks like a great spend-up. If you have the salary, um, no Middleton most likely. I don't think he's going to be back yet. Uh, no Drew Holiday. So Giannis looks phenomenal there at the top. Bobby Portis, Brooke Lopez priced up a bit from when both Drew and Giannis were out. So neither are priorities, but they're both viable options. Javon Carter should still start at the point guard position. He will obviously lose usage with Giannis in the lineup, but I still think like he's playable. I don't think he's like a smash play he was like the first couple slates. And then a lot of these guys are overpriced from when, again, Drew and Giannis were out. Like Grayson Allen over 5K, eh, I'm definitely not touching Bochamp before 6. So not much else here for uh, Milwaukee. Moving on to the Clippers and the Rockets. So no Kawhi, no John Wall. Paul George, good tournament play, great matchup. He's been a bit up and down, but he's playing huge minutes. So I like some Paul George. I also like some of each of Zubach if he can stay out of foul trouble. He should play, you know, 30 plus minutes. So the top two guys look good. Morris in competitive games has been seeing 30 plus minutes. I think he's like a decent option in the mid-range. No John Wall, Reggie Jackson should, should see over 30 minutes. Um, he's been up and down, but 5.1K definitely makes him in play for tournaments. Norman Powell, you know, this guy's been a frustrating roster this year, but his minutes have been a little bit more consistent of late, 28, 24, 27. This group of, like, Kennard and Trey Mann are both fine values. Keep eyeing the starting lineup. They've been kind of switching it up. One game it's Kennard, one, one game it's Mann. You know, whoever starts are going to feel a little bit better about. Batum, 3-2. I mean, he'll probably play 15-ish minutes off the bench. I don't think it's necessary. And Covington's basically been out of the rotation. On the Houston side, so we actually do have one piece of news that's pretty important. Jalen Green status up in the air. If he misses, they could do a lot of different things here. Um, they could throw, like, Garrison Matthews in the starting lineup. They could go a bit bigger, maybe throw, like, Martin or, or Tarise in the starting lineup. So we will see what happens there if Jalen Green does miss. If he does miss, you know, you're going to have, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. and Sangoon get a usage bump. Those guys would have to do more offensively. Um, and I will say, you know, I mentioned this last slate, that the Rockets guards, you know, the minutes have ticked up for both KPJ and Green. I mentioned I was like, I don't mind or uh, getting to one of those Rockets guards in tournaments. And it was Jalen Green that had a really big game at low ownership. So um, if they're going to continue to play, you know, close to 40 minutes, I obviously bought like both the guards. Sengun got in massive foul trouble last game, which is, you know, obviously possible with him. He is prone to foul trouble, but he stays out of foul trouble. We know that ceiling. Jabari Smith had a good game last game, but you did have Sengun foul trouble. So I don't think we expect 15 rebounds again for Jabari Smith. You know you're getting out of Eric Gordon probably around... 30 minutes. He's playable. Martin, Tar Eason off the bench, both decent options. Martin been playing mid-20s minutes. Tar Eason, been productive in about 20 minutes or so off the bench. So those guys are both playable. And then, yeah, if Jalen Green misses, keep an eye on the starting lineup. They can go to Garrison Matthews. They could go to Josh Christopher, too. Um, they can do a lot of different things here. But, um, yeah, that's it for um, Houston. So let's finish up with the last game here. That's the Spurs. And the Warriors. And this game looks pretty appealing. And the Warriors play fast. They don't play a lot of defense. So the main four guys for the Spurs, I think, look pretty good. Keldon, Pirtle, Vassell, Trey Jones. I think my favorite of the bunch would be Keldon Johnson at 7-1. But, you know, Yaka Pirtle against this front court. I like him. I like Devin Vassell, who should get up a lot of shots and play 30-plus minutes. And Trey Jones, having the ball in his hands a lot. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to like here for the Spurs. So the main four guys, I think, look pretty good. in Keldon, Pirtle, Vassell, Trey Jones. You want to look to Jeremy Sokan at 4-1. I think that's viable. 28, 30, 30 minutes over the last three games. He's just not doing a ton when he's out there. Off the bench, Jay Rich, 3-9, playable. He can play a few different positions. Um, I don't mind him. Bassey's been really, really playing well off the bench. Again, last game was a blowout. Um, I don't think we expect four blocks again. I just think, like, eh, I don't think know if we can continue to get this type of performance from Charles Bassey. I played this guy multiple times in the summer league. He would average like 0.5 fantasy points per minute. So like this guy, 
He's not going to average like two, three fantasy points per minute. So I'll let others chase Bassey, probably pass myself. And finally, the Warriors. So, you know, I mentioned this today, but the Warriors are running a much tighter rotation. They're giving the starters a lot more run. And if this game stays competitive, I think the main five guys look good. So Steph Curry, 10-2, like him. Wiggins, Draymond, they should play big minutes. I think they're both pretty safe plays. Draymond, a guy that, you know, can stuff a stat sheet. Wiggins has been their second best player. Jordan Poole, viable for tournaments. Uh, he's been up and down. Wouldn't call him a cash game play. Clay Thompson should see 30-plus minutes. He's only 5.7K. He knocks down his shots. He definitely feels, you know, a bit underpriced. Kevon Looney, if he stays out of foul trouble, should see you know, 25-ish minutes. So all the main Warriors, I think, look pretty good. I don't know if I'm going to mess with anything else. If I had to pick one bench guy, I think it would be DiVincenzo. He got in foul trouble last game, only played 16 minutes. I want to see how much he plays tonight. But, um, again, they're, they're giving the starters a lot of run. Um, so not much interest in the Golden State bench. So that's going to wrap it up for the video, guys. Again, if you have been enjoying the content, just make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. As always, appreciate the support, and I'll see you guys in the next one.